Welcome to the Privy's Top 5 Stories of the Week, May 26, 2017. This particular episode, I am dedicating to the great Harvey Milk. Every year on May 22nd, California celebrates Harvey Milk Day to mark the undeniable impact milk had on the world. He is known for being the first openly gay person to be elected to public office in California, and without him, there would be no privy. With that said, let's get started with our number five story. So this first story is probably one of the cutest, most heartwarming stories I've ever had to um, cover here on the Privy Top 5. Um, it is about two film students that go to the Ringling School of Art and Design. Their names are Beth David and Esteban Bravo. Um, this week they released a trailer of their movie uh, called... In a Heartbeat. It's an animated film about one little boy in school um, by the name of Sherwin who has a crush on a classmate by the name of Jonathan, um, but he's in the closet and just does not have the heart to tell him, just like any other um, adolescent that has their first crush. Um, but what's so beautiful about it is that it is the first computer animation um, ever created um, with characters being from the LGBT community, and I think that's really big. Um, and really great for the students. The students hope to raise 3000 to finish their film, but have already far exceeded their goal with more than $14,000, um, which was on their Kickstarter. Um, they released the uh, trailer on YouTube, Kickstarter, and Instagram of this week. Um, and... I would just recommend all of you guys just go take a look. It's really awesome and, and like I said, just very heartwarming. The students reported by saying this film is not only a culmination of our four years of education and hard work at the college, but also an expression of a subject that has not been explored in computer animation. They also went on to say that nine out of ten LGBT youth have reported incidences of bullying based on their orientations and identities. So be sure to check out the trailer online right now. It's called In a Heartbeat. And in our number four story is South Korea sentences soldier to jail for having sex with his partner. This is a pretty, pretty sad story. Um, a South Korean military court on Wednesday sentenced an army captain to a suspended prison term for having sex with a fellow male soldier. Um, now, the lawyer for the captain said her client was being punished for having consensual sex with his partner in a private space. So, the captain's attorney says that under the military penal code, which makes homosexual activity punishable by up to two years in prison, was unconstitutional because it tramples on basic human rights and dignity. And I agree. I mean, why would you even join the military in South Korea if you if you are homosexual and you know you can be punished for up to two years? Well, let me answer for you, honey. Right now, because of the conflict with North Korea, um, most able-bodied South Korean men are required to serve about two years in the country's uh, military, which is, I found to be very, very interesting. Um, this all kind of stemmed from a video that was released earlier in the year. Um, allegedly, there were two uh, male soldiers that released a sex video um, online. And then from that point, the military investigators just, I guess, started 
what they call a, a witch hunt, basically. Although the captain's defense team um, claimed that they have no, him nor his partner have nothing to do with uh, that particular video that was released. I also found that it was very interesting that gays, lesbians, bisexual, and transgender people are harshly stigmatized um, and struggle to politically uh, be visible in South Korea. And that stigma is amplified in the military um, there as well. I, I have to say, it's just so sad and I just can't imagine living in a society where, one, you have to go to the military and then be punished because of your sexual orientation, which is a private matter in itself. So, on to our number three story, a French TV host pranks a young gay man um, and then mocks him in front of 1.7 million people. Now, the host's name is Cyril Hanona. I think I'm pronouncing it right. Bear with me. I'm probably going to mispronounce it within this report. Um, but what he does is he um, creates a fake online dating profile posing as a bisexual man uh, to catfish uh, different queer men and have them describe their fantasies live on air. Uh, so he got a lot of backlash for this and I actually YouTubed it. Now as much as I don't understand French at all, I could actually, you can kind of see where people are in shock by some of the things that he's saying and it, it I just think it's just in bad taste and I'm more, like, concerned with, like, who were the producers who knew about this segment and thought it was okay to proceed and, and, and do it? Now, if you notice the clip, if you happen to look at it, um, there is, uh, like, a panel of about 10 people, uh, and everyone is just in shock, kind of, like, they can't even believe... Um, I wish I could translate that video so I knew exactly what he was saying. Uh, but people went bananas in France. So they got uh, about 20,000 complaints to the CSA there, which is um, an independent uh, regulator of television standards there. And then about 25,000 reports uh, and complaints were reported by BuzzFeed France as well. So here's where the story um, <laughs> takes an interesting turn. So after the first um, reports and complaints came out, he uh, issued like a statement, not really taking responsibility, um, but the first statement was pretty defensive, saying that he thought it was sad that he was being called homophobic. Um, he has since released another more apologetic statement, and it says... I never wanted to be malicious, undermine any human dignity or any privacy whatsoever. On the contrary, I always thought that laugh at everything with everyone was the best way to respect all differences, to include, to reconcile, to assemble, in short, to love. Now, I can't really get with that apology because I feel like that is taking the responsibility from what you've done. Um, you need to recognize that it was absolutely wrong and just don't do it, don't ever do it again. And the producers should learn from this. And on to our number two story. It's a pretty sad one. Um, it was reported by the Associated Press and I'll actually read you the title, which I could not believe. Um, they make gays sound like animals. Um, Indonesian police set up task force to hunt down 
gays. Um, so Indonesian police in West Java said Wednesday that they have set up task force to investigate activities by gays in the country's most populous province. Um, so police on Sunday detained 141 men, including four foreigners, in a raid on a gay gym in Sana in North Jakarta in what was seen as a reflection of growing hostility to homosexuality in the world's most populous Muslim nation. Police say the Sana was a venue of a sex party promoted as the wild one. Police arrested 10 of the men on charges of violating the country's pornography law. If found guilty, they could face penalties for up to 10 years in prison and fines. And in for our final story of the week at number one, uh, we are ending on a positive note. Taiwan becomes first Asian country to legalize same-sex marriage. In the first for Asia, Taiwan's constitutional court ruled in favor of same-sex marriage on Wednesday after a year-long campaign by advocates for gay rights in one of the continent's most liberal democracies. The ruling was greeted with an applause outside the legislature, not far from the court in the center of the capital. Um, Gays and lesbians in Taiwan uh, have formed an effective lobby in recent years with an annual gay pride march drawing tens of thousands of people. While some conservative religious and social groups have mobilized against same-sex marriage, their influence is much less potent than in the United States and many other parts of the world. Now, I know some of you are probably thinking, like, why are we still talking about same-sex marriage? It's not that big of a deal. Um, But it actually still is. Despite the spread of same-sex marriage in a few regions since 2001, gay and lesbian couples have been allowed to marry in only 22 of the world's nearly 200 countries. In Asia, Taiwan is the first government to legalize such unions, while South Africa is the only country in Africa to allow them. Um, More than 70 countries continue to criminalize homosexual activity to this day. Even in recent weeks, um, you've heard me talk about what's going on in Chechnya and um, Indonesia. as we've witnessed a lot of large-scale detentions um, of gay men. So I want to say a final congratulations to Taiwan um, uh, for being progressive and finally coming to the light. Um, That is all the time I have for this week. Um, I am Courtney signing out of the Privy's Top 5 this week. Be sure to check us out. Hit us up on Twitter at The Privy Podcast. Um, Thank you for listening. Bye.